0: Welcome to Love and Other Investments, where we talk about finances, but more importantly, how finances impact relationships. My name is John, and I'm a financial planner.
1: And my name is Jeff, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Hey, I'm Jeff. And I'm John. And today's question is, how do attention issues impact our relationships, especially about money? So, are we talking about ADHD? Well, not really.
0: Okay. I mean, yes, but no. So um, for those of you who know, ADHD or ADD, depending on the yeah, whole story, right. um, is a diagnosis. Um, you take a bunch of tests. takes quite a bit of time to do them and get them read by somebody of quality um, to determine whether or not you have this condition that you're struggling with, right? Right. And there's probably um, a fair amount of people who have struggled with attention issues... Yes. ...that do not ever go through this process. Correct. And quite frankly, if they did, they wouldn't test positive.
1: That's right. But they still have attention issues. That is correct. So just to expand this idea a little bit more, attention is implicated in lots of problems in life. We're we're always... Attempting to hold attention, Mm -hmm. whether we have a diagnosable problem or not, where attention is involved in everything we do. So anything might cause us to lose attention, having a chronic illness, you know, being in a car accident, having a head injury, being under an an inordinate amount of stress, especially stress, grief,
0: sleep deprivation. So you have a new baby. Yeah. Right. So we want to make this a big topic today because we don't want you to think that hey we're just shooting at some small percentage of our listening audience. Right.
1: Um, in but fact, if you but if you do have if you think you have ADD or ADHD, then what you should do is go, go find a psychologist who does testing and have them test you for it, and then you can find out. So
0: Jeff, really quick, I mean you know we know what it's like to not pay attention. Yes. But. Let's, let's break that out for people really quick. What kinds of behaviors um, kind of show themselves when we're talking about attention
1: issues? Well, you know, attention is sort of a synonym for focus. Mm-hmm. So if you find yourself struggling to focus on a task then that's the sort of basic idea we're talking about, right? So you, let's say you, you go to work and you have a task list. I mean, lots mm-hmm. of people go to work and they have a task list. And you and you start at the top of your list and you get, you know, two-thirds of the way through and then suddenly you get an email and you're having to answer the email and suddenly, you know, that reminds you that you had some other thing that you needed to do. So you have to go talk to a colleague and then the colleague reminds you that you had something due tomorrow, So you go back to your desk and work on the thing that's due. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you're three, four, five, seven, ten steps away from your task list.
0: And you really haven't gotten, maybe you've gotten a lot of things done, but you really haven't gotten
1: your core things done. Yeah, I mean, you actually might have accomplished quite a lot. But you might not have accomplished the things that were at the top of your priorities. And so that... So let's let's step back, because, you know, our question is, how does this impact relationships? Mm-hmm. And you can imagine a scenario where one partner says, hey, would you mind, you know, washing the car today? Mm-hmm. And the person who's been tasked with that says, sure. But at the end of the day, the car hasn't been washed, and the partner says, you know, why didn't you wash the car? And, and the person who's supposed to do that says, well, uh, you know, Joey our son skinned his knee and I had to take care of it. And after that, I realized the cat needed a bath and then I got scratched up for that. And you know, you and I had the conversation about what to do with these infected, possibly infected cat scratches, you know? And then it's like, Oh, and once that occurred, I remind, I was reminded I needed to go to the pet store to get the, the pet food. Right. Right. And they had a bunch of new pets there, and I got distracted looking at those. Right, because I've always wanted a parakeet, Mm -hmm. right? So then, of course, I needed to go do the research on my phone about parakeets and whether or not they can live with cats. And, And of course, you feel compelled to
0: do these things, and your spouse is now feeling compelled to kill you. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. Right. Your spouse is pulling their last hair out. Thinking, you had one job. One job you had today. one job. I needed it done. Why and, didn't you, you know, do it?
0: And honestly, if we're talking about um, washing the car, it's not a big deal. But yeah. if we're talking about getting the taxes done, or if we're talking paying about bill. paying bills, or if we're talking about going to the store, and I gave you a list of, of fourteen things that we needed. Right. And you came back with 19 things, only three of which were on the list. Yes. This can create some stress. Right. Now, before we go into solutions, I want to bring up one more sure. aspect um, that kind of goes along in the, we'll call it the ADHD universe, and that's the area of
1: hyperfocus. Yes. What in the world is that? Yeah, I mean there's a paradoxical phenomenon that occurs for lots of people who have attention problems, which is that they can be super focused on something for a period of time and feel like they're a dog on the bone, on a bone, right? Like that bulldog tenacity, they just cannot let it go. So in that phenomenon, they can be super at a single task if they're invested or they can drown out other distractions with You know, by whatever means they might choose. So you might find sometimes that people who have attention issues are super focusers. Correct. As well as being unable to focus. Correct,
0: which is why a lot of people get frustrated working with people like this. Because they go, well, I have a hard time paying attention. And then they watch them and they go, you have no trouble spending 16 hours working on this hobby or this project. Right. Or this problem. Right. But I ask you to do one thing and you can't do it. So it must be me that you're rebelling against.
1: Yes. And that's a tough interpretation in a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the things that you have said
0: um, that is pretty true is that I tend to think that my spouse thinks like me. Right. That the way they organize the world that the way they approach things is the correct way. The way I approach them, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, you know, if you're struggling with attention issues and your spouse isn't, um, this can really can create some structural
1: problems in how you uh, move forward. Yeah, if you're assuming that they, th- the partner who has attention problems, if you assume. That they don't, or you don't understand that they don't. You're just not aware of it. Then imagine the kinds of conflicts that come up because of that. You, you know, you you really do begin, as you pointed out, to interpret their behavior as intentionally um, problematic towards you. Mm-hmm. And once you're beginning to interpret that someone's intentions are negative towards you, things go downhill fast, right? You're you're because we tend to. Um, not be so forgiving when we believe someone in someone's intention toward us is negative. So if someone were to tell me, I'm sorry
0: I couldn't get to it and I thought it was important, I might say in my head, it's not that you couldn't get to it, it's that you didn't think I was important enough to get to yes,
1: it. Yes, exactly.
0: But the reality is in their brain, it may be that they literally... Physically couldn't get there.
1: Yes, and that personalizing of it—you know—the the the idea you just mentioned, which is, it wasn't that you couldn't get it done; it's that you thought I wasn't important enough. That personalizing, it can be devastating, right? I mean, imagine the kind of pain that comes from believing that your partner really doesn't care about you, Mm -hmm. and they're just going about their day, taking care of you know whether to buy the pet food rather than doing the thing that you wanted them to do. It's devastating. Mm-hmm. So that can either cause, you know, withdrawal or serious conflict.
0: Yeah. Now, oddly enough, there are some superpowers that come along with some of the attention issues. Um, most people who struggle with them um, don't call them such. Um, but that hyper-focus, um, while sometimes creating its own issues, um, some great problems are solved by people who, who
1: hyper-focus on on issues, sure. I mean, I I think the truth is, I, I'm not sure I would call them superpowers because I think lots of people who have really serious attention issues would prefer not to have True, serious, absolutely. But I I think I I really like the idea that you're describing, which is that people who have attention problems really try to work out ways to solve those problems. Like on some level, even if they're not completely aware, they get they grasp that. that how their thinking is going to be a problem in some way, and they try to find workarounds, even if mm-hmm. they're not completely aware Correct. of it. So, you know, I think that's what you're alluding to, is that they can figure out how to solve a problem in a novel way, mm-hmm. or in a way that maybe someone who doesn't have an attention issue might not think
0: of automatically. Right. Um, and also, I want to point out, I think there was a study, and I believe it was done out of Stanford. I can, we can let our listeners go fact check me. But it was out of the, uh, I believe it was the Stanford School of Business, um, did a study on um, how ADHD folk do in business. And more often than not, um, they do really well as entrepreneurs and small business owners. They have high creativity scores. They're great problem solvers. They're able to um, change their mind and move around and adapt um, typically pretty well um, which shouldn't be surprising that they struggle to work in structured jobs or structured tasks. So um, one of the things that we, we find in business is we find companies that say, hey, we really want creative people. And we bring them in at the ground level where there's absolutely no room for creativity. We give them tasks mm-hmm. to do. And they don't do well because they're creative. Yeah, right. <laughs> so right. it's really hard for them to work their way up. Sure. Um, so. You know, creativity, problem solving; uh, those are things
1: that typically really um, are strong suits. I think you know we're thinking about this from one dimension, and of course, humans are multidimensional. So there's more than one factor that we would need to consider for a question about what kind of job most suits someone. Right. Personality, history, you know, what kinds, what kinds of stressors they're under, what kind of relationships they've. I mean. We all um, have developmental trajectories, so you know we're at a certain place in learning, and that dictates what kinds of things we are good at or not good at. So, I would want to keep in mind all of the factors that might absolutely not just the attention factor.
0: Let's let's start working towards the close. Yeah, okay. It's going to be a few minutes, but let's work through it. Okay, and that is let's go back to this place where you're in a relationship with somebody and you feel like they 're not honoring what you need to get done, yeah, or you are the other person, and you're saying, "Hey, my spouse keeps giving me things that they really need, and i can 't seem to get there yeah i mean there's all of that tension, right, right, so how do we communicate through this how do we i mean how I, do we build a life together in this yeah, situation I think
1: step number one is figuring out um how to educate yourself about the possibility that your partner could have problems with attention. I'm not talking about whether they have an ADHD diagnosis, Mm -hmm. although that might be the case for some people. I'm just wanting them to be aware of or notice that maybe your partner is a little disorganized or chaotic, or maybe they're easily distracted, or maybe it's hard to keep them focused on something that you really need them to do, even though they're productive in other ways. And so on. You know, you can easily go online and search Mm -hmm. for symptoms that are related to to attention problems. Whether it's ADHD or not, you can go and find reputable sources easily. Mm -hmm. And just sort of get your head around, does my partner display any of these things? And if so, hopefully a light bulb will go on. Right. And a lot of times these get, in relationships, these things get
0: misnamed they my spouse is lazy. Yes. My spouse doesn't care. My, right. self, my spouse is self-absorbed. Um, or narcissistic. Or narcissistic. Yeah. And we want to self-diagnose these things. Um, and especially when we're in a bad mood, we don't do it when we're feeling benevolent. Right. And so we tend to
1: attach some pretty negative things. Right. Yeah. Um, so definitely, you know, entering that awareness process or that search process to try and understand it requires curiosity Mm -hmm. which is the opposite of criticism right Mm -hmm. like it's like being open to the possibility that you might find something that's significant and explains why your partner does what they do and let me just throw one other little piece of data
0: in here i think um, there's a common misconception that attention issues are masculine that it's the guys who have the the masculine, yes, They're the true, ones, it's right. the boys that are all on the ADHD right. meds. Right. Um, it is a, a phenomenon
1: um, that happens to both everyone. Groups. Yeah. Yep. And you can also search, if someone has a diagnosis of ADHD, I'm sure you can search prevalence in particular populations. If, sure. If you want to totally geek out and go down that <laughs> path, go for it. But I think that, you know, what we're saying is step number one is awareness. Right. Help yourself be educated about the possibility that your partner could have some dilemmas around attention. Or that you do. Or that you do. That's right. And then, you know, your question is how do you communicate this? Once you've gathered that information, I think you just share it with your partner. Just right. say, hey, I, I realized I'm really struggling with attention and it might be a thing. Mm-hmm. And I found this website and I'd really love it if you would read it with me. Right. Or whatever.
0: Right. So, some of the things that we can be talking about um, is we can talk about how um, structure is really important. But before we get to structure,
1: I want to talk about empathy. Please. So, let's say your partner comes to you and says, I have an attention issue. Mm -hmm. If you've been struggling with that person thinking they're lazy or thinking they believe they're more important, their tasks are more important than yours, or thinking that they don't like you. Mm -hmm. It's going to look like when they say, hey, I think I might have an attention problem, it's going to look like they're trying to find excuses. Yeah, no excuses allowed. Right. So, it's really important when uh, your partner comes to you with this Idea that you set, give them the benefit of the doubt, set mm-hmm. aside your concern about excuses and hear them out and make a judgment for yourself. Read about it, mm-hmm. find out for yourself, but also show some empathy because it probably took them quite a bit of courage to come to you saying, Oh my gosh, I think I might have a problem. Or my
0: brain works different.
1: Yeah, right that's not always an easy thing to make sense of or to accept about yourself. Right. That my brain might not work like other people's brains. Mm-hmm. So being gentle might be helpful. Now, on the, in the other direction, if you're the partner who does not struggle with attention and you're needing to go to the partner who you think might, it might be a good idea to land that plane real softly <laughs> because, <laughs> because the last thing <clears throat> someone wants to hear is, Hey, I think you're broken. I found a, a diagnosis right. that fits you, <laughs> right? And oh, and, yeah. Well, let me find one that I think. Right. I, uh, and by the way, I'm not saying that people who have attention problems are are, are broken, but they could hear it like that yeah. if their partner came to them and said, "Hey, I think you have this." Right. So empathy is really important. So, t- but that's the that that's the diversion from your last comment, which was structure. Right. Step so, three is structure. Right. So you know what we
0: see a lot of times financially, um, when someone has some attention issues, is we see that them that they can get financially distracted very easily. So what does that look like? It looks like picking up new hobbies at the drop of a hat. It looks like impulse spending. Um, it looks like moments of hyper focus and trying to fix um, the things that you you know wish you hadn't done or done differently. Mm-hmm. And maybe only getting those half done. And maybe only getting those half done. Um, it it often involves a fair amount of shame,
1: mm-hmm.
0: of feeling like I don't have impulse control. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of that that goes on. Well, one of the the good news is is one of the things that really helps is good structure from your partner, um, and good structure just in how you set things up. So, going back to the idea of um, people with attention issues often do find things that they can. Focus on, and that they can really, in fact, hyperfocus on. Mm. Sometimes we get to choose what these are. Sometimes we don't. But one of the good things is is that good planning, good communication, um, getting on the same page, which we talk about all the time, all the time, um, and having those things prevalent. Um, in the relationship of here's what we really want to do. Here's what we really want to figure out. Here's the problem that we really want to solve together. Here's the goals that we're really trying to make progress on. Here's the Keeping Mm -hmm. those things front and center um, really helps somebody who has an attention issue keep focused on what the central thing that we're supposed to be doing is. I
1: really like this idea that you just described because I think there could be a temptation amongst partners who don't struggle with attention to imagine that what their partner needs is more structure and therefore they are going to be the dictator of that structure. Right. And that's probably not going to go over well.
0: No, this needs to be co-written. Yes. Um, It needs to
1: be a collaboration. And an ongoing... iteration, iterative process where you say, "Oh, this worked this time under these circumstances, but it doesn't work this time under those circumstances. We need to learn." And so you're cooperating together to figure out how to create the most um success in a situation. Mhm. Yeah, and I think once
0: you once you recognize of yourself that, "Hey, I really struggle with some of these attention things. I don't have a bad attitude. I um I have some barriers that are keeping me from doing this easily and seamlessly, like I seem to think other people do, yeah that helps you just knowing that that's the battle. That helps you um, find the coping mechanisms um, yeah. that helps you make some some awareness of, oh, I'm having that moment, I'm having that thing where I'm being distracted, yeah, um, I could either use some help or um, I need to come back and hit this again five minutes from now, or however whatever your tool is, yeah,
1: right. There are a ton of things you can go online and uh, different groups that offer concrete suggestions that could be specific to your situation. Right. You know, these are thousands and thousands of things that, you know, people offer up as possible solutions to problems of, of attentions. Right. So to wrap it up, I mean, I think
0: this is kind of the thing that we keep doing is we keep saying, hey, managing finances isn't hard. It's arithmetic, right? It's money in, money out. Right. But what clutters the thing up is all the humans that are attached to it, right? Exactly. And so each of us is different, and we struggle with different things. Um, and if one of the things that is currently in your story is either you or your spouse is struggling with attention issues, that is not something to ignore. It's not something to hide or try to just you know, gloss over. Because, or to hey, punish. Or to punish. Yeah. It's something to recognize that this is your story. This is your challenge. Yeah. Um, And to do it together um, because you can still win. And to do it with love.
1: Care about your partner. If they're struggling somehow, care about them.
0: Yeah. The more we figure each other out, the more fun the game becomes. Yeah. You work as a team. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Jeff.
1: See ya. Hey, thanks for listening. Please leave us a review and follow us so you don't miss an episode. If you'd like to learn more about us, please visit relational-media.com.